0: Welcome to Both Down, episode 53, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. In all of Nekahara. Nekahara. Hopefully I'm saying that right.
1: Uh, Yeah. I have no idea. You might not be. Probably not, but it has neck in it. It has hara. Okay. (laughs) I don't know.
0: Anyways, Um, I guess that's some city in the old world, right? Yes.
1: I assume so. We'll be discussing that shortly. Yeah, I hope so. And we are... We are... Two wild and crazy guys. Ha ha ha. We're here to party. Uh, my gold chains, you like?
0: You like my hairy chest? Sexy girl? we to that-
1: Americans.
0: <laughs> Out cooking for a good
1: time under town. I don't even know what we're doing. <laughs> Steve Martin... Um,
0: Never watched it. Is so that was Saturday Night Live? The old days? No, I don't think I've I don't think I've actually seen the skit in its oh, okay. entirety. Never mind. I, I now remember what you're talking yeah. about. Him and somebody else. God. Were they foreigners?
1: Yeah. They were foreigners trying to be Americans. Oh, okay. Why can I not
0: think of Dan Aykroyd's name? Was it Dan Aykroyd? It was Dan Aykroyd, really? okay. yeah. Yeah, I barely remember that. So It was a good skit. Okay. I believe you. Okay. So what's up, man? And we are we are gingers. Uh, I'm Steve. And, and I'm Scott
1: Prime. And that's all we need to know. <laughs> Scott, you ignorant slut. I really can't deny any part <laughs> of
0: what you just said.
1: <laughs> it just also swims Saturday Night Live about the same time in case you're curious. Oh, okay. Okay.
0: I just figured you were addressing my ignorance and slutitude. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't slut shame. If you want to slut it up, go for it. <laughs> I... I disagree with that, sir. Oh, no, I totally slut-shame if it's against your own personal religious beliefs. That's my only thing. Okay. If it doesn't go against that, you go do what you do. Okay. I don't
0: care. Fair enough. All right, well, we're here to talk about Bullet Bowl. Not <laughs> about slut-shaming anybody. Uh, trigger warning.
1: This episode will be talking about slut-shaming <laughs> and uh, possibly Ds
0: and Bs. You know if I put that in the hashtag? We'll probably get a couple of extra hits.
1: Yeah, we... we, we. <laughs> uh, maybe. Eh, eh, I'll do it. Why not? <laughs> yeah, that's something we want associated with us.
0: Well, you could... We could turn that into like a Blood Bowl thing. It could be like a bunch of... You have those like slave girl elves. Yeah. Dark elves. They could be the slut shamers or something. <laughs> Wow. I mean, they could. It's a horrible name for a team. No, it is. We'd have to think of something else. But okay, we're we on to something if we want yeah. to turn it into Blood Bowl.
1: Okay, so if we're getting back to Blood Bowl. Um, so yeah,
0: we've been trying to be like all ages, but we've already ruined it for this episode. So no, sorry about we're not.
2: that. not.
1: I don't know why you keep thinking we do. I don't try at all. I try.
0: I try, Steve. Okay. I just try not to, you know. I don't overdo it.
1: I don't just curse for cursing's sake, but if I have something important to say. No, I agree say with it. that.
0: But ever since, um jo- Johnny, oh. from Double Skulls, yeah, talked about the dog ejaculate <laughs> Twitter post, I was like, "Man, did I even say, who said that?" Yeah, and then I realized, "Oh, that was me." Yeah, that was. So like, it does happen. Dog ejaculate. We're never as bad as Drew though. Oh no no yeah Drew Buccicone is the worst blood bowl podcast sailor there is he can cuss it up <laughs> yes yes he can when given an opportunity anyways folks we're here to talk some blood bowl so what's been going on with blood bowl did well, we talk about the election the election for president yes yeah we did we did we that congratulated mike davies did we
1: talk about the newest picks of the teams
0: I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: was a new pick of, like, showed the flyer, and it showed the human catcher. Oh, and the,
0: I, I believe we did address the little sculpts and what they look like. And yeah. The I thrower, thought there was, the like, orcs. one right after that. We did, I don't know if we can say the source, but we, from a source, did confirm that, as of right now, this person only knows that the box set will have humans and orcs oh. in it. well... It was Chris Bone. Oh, well, because then
1: going to... He was on the flyer. Like, if you want more information about Blood Bowl, contact Chris Bone at GW oh, okay. or whatever. I didn't know if we could actually say his name, but... Well, he didn't say not to.
0: He's <laughs> So we've ruined that source if he well, gets mad no. about
1: it. He's key business developer at Games Workshop Limited. I don't know exactly what that means. And through an email, but he yeah, said, as of email, right now,
0: it's just orcs and humans for the box he... set.
1: He didn't straight out say that. Okay, but um, we can read through
0: the lines.
1: I will... I will. He didn't say he couldn't. I told him I was part of the podcast, so everything's fair game because we have journalis- journalistic integrity. Um, he says he'd Do love it. to give more information, but all we have, we see on the flyer. He does state, and this is a quote, So yes, the main teams featured will be orcs and humans. Yes, they... These will be produced in plastic. And that's as much as he's seen.
0: So that's awesome. At least that's some info. Yeah. I mean, because we've all speculated that we could have a four box team or right. whatever. It so, does say
1: main teams. So I assume that those, that would be two teams in a box.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So not, I wouldn't say a hundred percent confirmed because anything could happen between now and then. Sure. But or, it sounds like that's what they're aiming for. Or that's all he knows of right now. Well, too. that is that. Yeah. I did reply back and ask you for more information, but haven't heard anything yet.
0: Right. Well, he was probably going to until, like, you just added him on that. Now probably gonna, not. Now he's going to get in trouble and lose his job, and the blood bowl's going to go down the I'll tube. take over. Uh, I know nothing, but I will take over. <laughs> we oh know a boy. couple
1: of the people that are part of it, but I don't know what part of it they are. So I asked him to clarify. He should be able to do that. So once I hear back, then I'll. Okay. I'll talk about it more directly, but if I don't hear back, I don't want to just sure. say so and so is writing it and so and so is doing the rules. I don't know.
0: No problem, man. Not that anybody cares. So, blood bowl wise, the in our league that is slow, slowly moving on, we had our preseason tournament. Oh yeah, It was still going on, isn't it? Um, Technically, there's one loser bracket game left to be played, and uh, but the. Uh, Palentine, uh Monarchs, the Nurgle team, my Nurgle team, won the tournament. Congratulations. So I won the Alcorn Cup. What does that give you? What does that give me? Yeah. It just gives me some extra money and just some Doesn't one of your
1: players get the patch? No, 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 no. no. Oh, the, this is Alcorn this tournament Cup. It, is, you don't really get anything. Yeah, you're right. No in matter. our
0: league, we do this preseason tournament for new teams, so you can try them for a couple games. And you can skill, you know, get a few skills on your yeah. on your team. I've been very blessed that I have Nurgle has uh, or Nuffle has given my Nurgle team two strength boosts. So I have all my warriors and uh, a Roder with strength plus one and a Beastman with strength plus one. So yeah, that kind of helps. It's pretty awesome, and yeah. I don't even have the Beast yet. So good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, but. Yeah, I beat a Lizardman team two nothing, so I was really happy about that.
1: Good. And he had a couple people strength up, didn't he?
0: Uh yeah. Two skinks. Yeah, uh, this is Scott Hess, who if you come back to the tournaments and stuff, you've probably seen him. He has two skinks with strength plus one, which is just annoying terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Um I tried to hurt him, only knocked him out. So Mm -hmm. Oh well. We'll Um, see each other in the season. Anything you been-
1: else much Blood Bowl going on?
0: No. I mean We had the tournament. Preparations for Oklahoma Bowl, but we'll yeah. talk about that later. Uh, I
1: did want to mention that we got word that Wayne England passed away. He was the artist that did a lot of the third edition Blood Bowl stuff. I am like glad you brought him up. Box art and the book covers, I guess. Yeah, he did I remember him from like the White Dwarf covers okay. and stuff. I'm not real familiar like who did the art on everything, but stuff they showed, I was like, Oh, that guy hmm So, uh, just pass along our condolences to anyone who knew him. And
0: I don't know how old he was or I anything I have like actually that, no but, idea. But, yeah.
1: But, you know, he gave something to the community. It'd be nice if we could give back, but we enjoy it, so.
0: I think by playing it and still enjoying it is giving back, so.
1: And we we talked about the fluff, and the art is a huge part of fluff.
0: Oh, yeah. Can you imagine where Blood Bowl would be without, like, his artwork or if pete, it didn't have pete the imagery nifton's,
1: yeah it wouldn't be nearly as nifton's
0: good. artwork that's all throughout the second edition stuff and still mm-hmm. used to this day yeah pete nifton okay or k-n-i-f-t-o-n yeah. or whatever yeah i mean that artwork is still used everywhere and mm-hmm. it's so it's such a iconic style for blood bowl that i wish i wish you'd come out of like just give us more I'd love to see his <laughs> sketchbooks. Right. Not as be cool. Not his final drawings, but like to publish a sketchbook, like a yeah. Nymphton sketchbook. Maybe that's our Kickstarter idea. Oh, I don't there know you him, go. but sure. Oh, I, I saw a post today with him and Matt Forbeck talking, so we could get a hold really? of him through Facebook easy. Well, that's an idea. Not that he might talk to us. <laughs> well, no, <but. laughs> he might. You never know.
1: Does he still work for him? Any idea? I really
0: don't know. Yeah, I know he that. was a special guest at the World Cup, but I don't know in what. Oh, yeah, maybe what capacity He was he was at the World Cup, and I think he might have even did the poster for him and hmm. stuff. So, but I think it would be really awesome to see a sketchbook, not only just for Blood Bowl, but just his sketchbook just in general because sketches. I mean, I mean, Blood arts, Bowl is what made me fun. liked his art style, but I'd love to see his other sketches as well. So. Now, is
1: he the one that you're kind of? Mimicking for a certain project that we haven't named yet? I guess we've named,
0: but... Um, I don't know if he did those pictures. Okay. Uh, specifically, he did the artwork inside those books. Then. Oh, okay. But the actual, the little art style I'm trying to mimic is... I'm not 100% sure if that's him or another artist. Okay. Um, Scott is currently
1: doing the artwork for our t-shirts, and it's going to be awesome. Well, I hope so. Well... Once you, it's finished, then I can judge it. <laughs> I was gonna say you downgrade your art a lot, but it's awesome,
0: yeah, it's going uh, fairly smoothly a little maybe a little slower than coloring if, some stuff on the computer and stuff so it's
1: if anybody awesome. would like a custom logo or a figure done by Scott for fifty dollars <laughs> per you can contact us at
0: <laughs> yeah i'm a what, what was I a shameless slut shameless slut, <laughs> okay, yeah. A little different. But well, okay, yeah. whatever. No, you're just a cheap whore. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm a father with children, so we, but yeah, I mean, we do what it, we need to good, do.
1: Hey, people need art, and you need money. Let's hook it up.
0: Yeah, well.
1: Okay.
0: I need a little bit more confidence behind my art. But the, but yeah. you also
1: need practice with your new toy. I do or need practice. my new toy that you're using. Yeah, well. Got him a Wacom tablet. It's pretty awesome. It's good stuff. Yep. So, I guess... Nothing else really going on?
0: Go to the first segment? Sure. So uh, today we're going to talk about, um, just to cover our bases here, uh, we're going to look into the minds of Stephen Scott, is what this section says.
1: It's kind of a catch-all for whatever the hell we're going to talk about next segment. It's kind
0: of like more of this, except in our minds. In a segment, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Then we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to try to, Fluff up the, the Fluff podcast by talking about some old uh, world vampires and, I don't know, just kind of shoot some ideas off out there and maybe help you out if you're struggling for maybe that vampire team name or some fluff behind them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in our third segment, we're going to cover Critter Bowl. We just uh, finished up a couple weeks ago and tell you all the results and fun times out of that. And, and of course, we have shout outs like always. Shout outs and that's it. Yep.
1: So let's go ahead and take off and come back with the first segment.
2: Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum, your premier source for comics and games in Norman, Oklahoma. Check them out online at their new home, wizardsnorman.com.
1: Welcome back, and now you get to journey into the minds of Steve and Scott, where we had some stuff to talk about, but we didn't know where to do it, so
0: we just made a segment. So why do you people only have 11 figures on your team? or ele- oh, Are we getting into that now? Well, we want to gripe about stuff. Okay. Why do you only have 11 players or 12 players, and you stop? Why?
1: So why? Many pe- so many people sell teams on eBay, and or whatever, and they have 12 figures. Okay. This confuses Scott and I. <laughs> it really bothers me. It doesn't confuse me. us, but it's just annoying because we both are the same mind. We like to have 16 <laughs> figures. At least. And then coach staff and whatever else, if we can.
0: Right. So here's my deal. Every time I see a team on eBay, they am like, oh, that looks awesome. I might buy that team. And they go, oh, they only have 12 miniatures. Or mm-hmm. they only have 11 miniatures, which is even worse. Yeah, we're eight. We're five. Now I get it. <laughs> I get that maybe you only play tournaments and you only need 12. Mm -hmm. But I'm kind of a goofball where, like, I think I need probably at least 14 thralls for my vampire team. Because I might just want to do one vampire and all thralls. Yeah. Or I need extra linemen for my human team because maybe one tournament I can fit Morgan And all linemen. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I want to load up on six re-rolls and all linemen.
1: This is why my Underworld team has 30 characters.
0: And I don't see a problem with that. Although
1: that's Underworld and Skaven and a Goblin team. So, yeah, whatever.
0: But, yeah. Well, I have a Goblin team and a Skaven team getting painted. And they're shared figures, obviously. Mm -hmm. Not a Skaven team, I'm sorry. Underworld and Goblin. With Skaven, obviously, is on there. Because the Underworld part... And, you know, yeah, I I get it. If I take all the weapons and stuff and the trolls, then I only really need about 10 goblins. But I still have 16 goblins (laughs) because what if sometime I want to go to a tournament and I want to challenge myself or try something like tired of all my weapons getting kicked off the pitch. So I'm just going to do all goblins and load them up on skills and do my best that way. It just drives me crazy to see an awesome painted team. Like, from those, what are those people that p- paint the teams and put them on eBay? QBS and, or something? The one in Spain? Yeah. Quick Brush Studios, QBS. And then they have like 13 players or yeah, 12 figures. You
1: can message them and they'll, because that's not really painted. But anyways, that's, yeah, I bought a nice Chaos Dwarf team and now I've got to try to get my extra hobgoblins painted just like them. And I had a, Slon team that I had to get matched up in my, just so many teams that I have. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Great, I'll buy it. And then... Well, see, you're not uh, afraid
0: of buying a 12-person team, or 12-player team, and getting your good deal or whatever, and you'll worry about it later. Yeah. I, on the other hand, go, I don't have those models. I don't want to mess with this. Mm -hmm. I don't want somebody else to... Mac tried to match it and mess it up, yeah. or myself, and so I just don't bother.
1: For the most parts of the matches that I've had have been really good. Well, you've had a
0: good painter that, that can yeah, do that.
1: I've had two different people try to match, and I tried one, but it's okay.
0: <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I just don't... My brain does not work where you say, oh, I'm going to go buy a new team, and then you get online, and you go to Impact, and you order a 12... Yeah. Just a 12-player team. Because I you know, even Impact sells them as 12 figures, 16, mm-hmm. or whatever. I just don't get it. Well, it's like the new game coming out.
1: If it has 12 figures per team.
0: Like the old 3rd edition? Yeah. Oh, that's in driving nuts. going to have to buy
1: add-on packs, I guess?
0: If they don't have add-on really packs, should, I will buy two copies. That's how crazy I am.
1: I might, too. I don't. I don't know. depends on how much it is, but yeah. I know. Because then you have the new feel. It depends on what all is there. We don't know yet.
0: Sure. Anyways, Um, that's my big beef. I don't get it.
1: I'm curious about, like, I got the World Cup team. And it has, what, 11 to 12 people? Not sure. Don't remember. But it doesn't have the mummies or the skeletons, which I really like. Because it's it's that Mm renaissance-looking team. It didn't come with mummies? No, it's just the, the, it was the undead team. Was it undead or a necro team? It was the necro team. Okay. So it didn't have mummies and didn't have skeletons. Okay. But I really like the mummies and I really like the skeletons. They're on the Kickstarter right now. So I don't know if I want to just get them and add on to the World Cup team or if the World Cup team should be a special thing and I just buy a full team of the other (sighs) stuff. And then I have an extra team of almost the same thing, for no reason.
0: But I'm stupid. No, I mean I, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I, I know a lot of people are listening right now, thinking that those guys are crazy because. Well,
1: see, I didn't. I wasn't going to start with this topic because I thought this topic would, you know, be a good way to close it out. <laughs> okay, I'm but sorry. I think we're done with this topic. All right. Um. So last episode. We had a discussion about fluff. And you were notoriously very hard on fluff. And we got a message on Talk Fantasy Football from Baduc, who took an exception to your hardness. Bah Bah <laughs> Hard I, on it, Fluff. Let's be soft on people. Well no. He made a point, and I think we may not have been completely clear. This is just Scott's crazy way of doing things. It's no one else. We don't really pass judgment too hard on people. Mm -hmm. Scott does. I try not to. But the more fluff you put into it, the better. And no, you can put a lot of fluff and it can be really good, but Scott will probably still not like it. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. That's just Scott being
0: Scott. That doesn't mean I don't like their fluff. Right or their effort they put into it,
1: just means it, it's not. It,
0: in my opinion, it might not fit. Think of, think of my opinion as the editor in chief of Marvel Comics, and somebody brings you an idea and says, "I want to do this and create this character," and I yeah. go, "Oh, that's not too bad." Here's what I don't like about it. Let's change these few things, and then we'll mm-hmm. greenlight it. It's good. It's my role playing. It might playing be an universe. image comic. It's not a Marvel comic. <laughs> well, whatever. I mean, it's just and really it's I mean, people can name something that maybe I got mauled by a rabbit when I was a kid, so I don't want to be I don't want anything to do with the lepas or rabbits. So mm-hmm. like if you name your team that, I'm obviously going to go, I hate that team name. I mean, that's a really ter- That's a really that terrible is, example, is, but, but I'm just saying don't take this stuff so hard. It was it was brought to us as a fun thing. Yeah. It it was real it I assume it was not meant to like, let's let this asshole do this and then we'll make fun of him as we sit back. Mm-hmm. It might have been done as a league discussion where they were sitting around saying, Come on, so and so, maybe yeah. you need to put a little bit more effort into it. And let's always- show you why. And, you know, some of the stuff was fine. Some of it had, like, references to modern-day United States. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is change some of that stuff up. Yeah. And and it, we got some feedback from some of those guys who also said, hey, I appreciate it. You know. Yeah, I was going to say it. Tim Weston
1: from The Rabble, uh, he was the one who had the Renegades. He's actually changing his team name to the City of Pillars Poison. Okay. And he said that he didn't really like the Renegades name, but he kind of got stuck with it and didn't have a chance to change it before it was sent in. So well, that happens. Sure. We can give him a pass. But don't forget, a lot of what we say, not a lot, eh, 10, 20% of what we say is accentuated for
0: the podcast. Wrong. We, <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> but, on my <laughs> eh. Here's the deal. I, I obviously think I have 24 different teams named. I think all my names are fine. Yeah. You're gonna say, eh, eighteen of them are okay. I like these four and I hate these two. Right. And I can take my names and send them to the rabble guys and they're gonna maybe have the same opinions. Exactly. Everybody likes everybody likes to smell their own farts, but they don't care about anybody else's.
1: I don't like to smell my own farts.
0: You can tolerate it though. Oh well yeah. <laughs> it's a whole different thing. <laughs> I'm just saying don't take offense to this stuff. It's just fun.
1: I got the song by uh, Outcast stuck in my head.
0: <laughs> Which is what No
1: shit don't stink. <laughs> Your roses smell like poo poo. Whatever
0: it is. Is uh, that no. Not at all. Uh barely. Yeah. And not was... enough to comment on it. I can't so, how it goes. We might be a little hard on people, you're correct. Um or I might be. Right. But also it's supposed to be my opinion. Exactly. That's all so, it is. So uh, there you go.
1: And uh Jay Anderson of Australia Land. He, he and I were emailing back and forth about stuff. Mm. And somehow or another, I came up with the star player for him, Droppy McCool. Who is what is the
0: pun on that? Droopy McCool? Droopy McCool. From Star Wars? Yeah. It was just a name that came to The The like, penis flesh a, looking dude that played yeah. the saxophone or mm-hmm. whatever? Okay. It, so I, he's a goblin who can never pick up the ball? it I was just talking about
1: they have cane toads down there, and I right. don't like cane toads. Right. So I told him, because I, I was going to go to Tasmania and get a Tasmanian devil and train it to eat cane toads. <laughs> okay. So I'd walk around with the Tasmanian devil on a leash. And he's like, well, uh, something got talked about. And I was talk. I think he said that, you know, that's from Tasmania, this is Australia, you should probably get a koala bear or something. Okay. I was like, well, I know that. But I'm going to get a koala bear and I'm gonna give him give us put a saddle on my uh Tasmanian devil and the koala bear's going to ride him <laughs> okay. and give him a little uh Australian Outback hat. There you go. So I named them I think um what did I name? I forget what I named the Tasmanian devil, but like uh Lucifery or something. Mhm. And then I, since a koala is a drop bear, so right. I named him Droppy McCool. Okay. So then it got turned into maybe making him a star player. And mm-hmm. then it got turned into a goblin who doesn't want to be eaten, so he keeps getting dropped. <laughs>
0: okay. So He didn't want to get thrown by too the cool, troll. He's yeah. so he
1: doesn't want to get eaten, doesn't want to... Hurt himself,
0: so he doesn't want to be thrown. I thought his nickname was because he never pickups the ball. That you know? too. That was
1: we couldn't decide on which one.
0: He has a skill that makes him re-roll it no matter what, <laughs> or he re- re-rolls sure hands <laughs> even if he picks it up the first time. Oh, forced sure hands,
1: <laughs> <laughs> not so sure hands. <laughs> I like that. Okay, that's cool. Okay, so that's kind of where it came from. Wow. So yeah, just dumb fluff fun. All right. Thought of. It'd be funny to bring up
0: and look back on the team thing. I appreciate anybody having some fluff and a team name. Yeah. That goes such a long way than just orc team.
1: Right. And again, cast cup team. This is a role playing game in Scott's head. Oh, without a doubt. A little less in my
0: head, but. Oh, it's role playing game. Even tournaments, even tournaments. I really wish you'd start that Warhammer campaign,
1: the role-playing game where we all play different star players or something. Well,
0: we're going to have to stop playing board games. I'm fine with so that. we could play role-playing games and I don't I think I've lost my love for role-playing games. Sad. <laughs> Ironically enough, I preach and preach and preach sports <laughs> role-playing games, but regular role-playing games, I, I don't know if I've lost the love or if I've grown out of it or if it just the good thing about Blood Bowl being a role playing sports game is you play for a couple hours and there's a clear cut winner, loser, or a draw. Yeah. And then you move on to your next challenge. A role playing game is just, you kind of just exist.
1: That's the enjoyment. You don't win. You don't yeah. lose.
0: Oh, you can lose by dying. You can, but a good game master will not do that to you. Most. Not of the time. let you die? Well, if you do something crazy stupid, most game masters. Know their players, love their characters, so they let the story continue on. Is what I'm getting. Yeah, they just don't go out of the way to kill. No, I wouldn't go out of my way,
1: but if something happens,
0: anyways. That's. But ironically enough, yeah, last few role playing games I played, I just didn't feel it. Yeah. Sad. Maybe it's because it's slow going. Instead of playing in two hours, oh, that is very
1: true. Yeah, you play
0: over six hours, which I know is a traditional role playing thing. You yeah. get together at six o'clock with your bag of chips and your drinks. And then you it's
1: st- weird to me that people like just role play for two hours on some night. It's like, oh, we just gonna do two hours. What?
0: No. Back I know we're going off subject here, but yeah, back in the day, we used to get together like on a Saturday night at like six o'clock, and I remember, um Steve yeah, you'd a- Steve Ecker, would- right? Oh, we played till two in the morning. That's what or, I'm saying. So, yeah, that I get. I'm saying yeah. if we only had a short session that, mm-hmm. my, like, we wrapped up at ten, it was like, well, we're we gonna do the rest of the night. You know, come on. Uh, I think that would j- drive me bonkers. Now, I was
1: talking to one of my, one, I was talking to Vin, one of my friends uh-huh. last night, and I was talking about role playing, and I brought up the time you weren't in it, but it was when uh, one of your buddies, Big Jake, was leading it, mm-hmm. and I played the slugger, which was. He was a baseball player who was gifted by the goddess Nike. <laughs> right. Because she always had like a sports embodiment person to be a hero. So he had the powers of like God. But he had like a spectral bat that he used as his, we- as his weapon.
0: I've never heard of this character.
1: Really? Uh-uh. Oh, I loved him. It only lasted like two, maybe three sessions and then it uh-huh. just died. But he got the team together and we were on top of a building. And this guy was breaking into a jewelry store on the ground. And the whole scenario, he wanted us to get down there, fight him for a while because this big, this big brute guy. And then the news crews were supposed to show up because he tipped him off. Like the, the GM who was playing the, uh, the head of the team or whatever, he wanted publicity. So the news crews were supposed to show up and we... would Eventually, take him down and all that. Well, I'm on top of the building and we see it, and I'm like, uh, How far, were, how many stories are we up? He's like, uh, Seven. I'm like, Okay, I jump down because my guys couldn't withstand it. So I jump down, I land right in front of him. We're all in acrobatics, I'm good. And everyone else is like starting their way down. And... I look at the guy and I'm like, hey, you, you can't do that or whatever I did. And he goes, what are you going to do about it, bud? And I go, well, I'll do this. And I pointed to the field like <laughs> Babe Ruth. Uh-huh. I swung my bat, rolled a 20, <laughs> knocked him out in one hit. The, the whole guy who was supposed to be the big bad guy for like a whole hour or so session knocked him out in one hit, gone. <laughs> and he was so mad. Because he had nothing else planned, and we were supposed to waste time with that, and then talk with the media. Right. It was before the media showed up, so I was just like, maybe that's another reason why
0: I'm tired of role playing. (laughs) Because when I run adventures, the people figure something out that I never even thought of, and they solve it in two hits or whatever. But uh, yeah, back to what you're talking about. Nothing to do with Blood Bowl. Playing Warhammer. That's part of it. We, you know, we found I think the Warhammer role playing game first, and then it was Blood Bowl. But we really. Maybe it was vice versa. I don't remember, but it was around the same time. I'm pretty sure the Warhammer role-playing game was first, but I could be wrong on that. Not by much. So if anyone has... But when we did that, like our adventures, I remember our game master always including that, like, okay, well, you can hear the big crowd going on as you walk into Altidore or whatever, because... The Reavers are playing and all this stuff. So we're like, oh, well, let's go catch a Blood Bowl game. So to bring this back to Blood Bowl completely,
1: if anyone is playing an RPG of Blood Bowl, let us know.
0: Surely somebody is in the world. You would think. Maybe none of our listeners, but somebody in the world probably have. Well, we should just quit our jobs, do a Patreon,
1: let all of our supporters (laughs) support us, and then we can make that a podcast.
0: Head on over to Patreon.com. <laughs> no, don't do that. Not uh, yet. We're not over there. God, that'd be nice.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's ever going to su- happen for support us. Support us. That's fine. <laughs> maybe enough to get some... Uh, they can support us by going to com <laughs> and signing up for a swag pack. That's true. What know. else
0: is in your mind, Steve? Is that it? I think that's did it. Did we get it off our chest? That was mostly it, yeah.
1: All right. So Unless we'll, you have
0: something else. Um. Hmm. No, I don't think so. No, yeah. <laughs> not right now, at least. Well, I'll give
1: a shout out to Sable Sultan on Talk Fantasy Football, also on the same thread, talking about the podcast. And he mentioned that he liked us talking about fluff for teams in the areas of the races. So that's what we'll be doing next: talking about some vampires.
0: All right, we're going to talk about some vampires in the old world. Steve, get out from underneath the table. What's
1: sad is I actually put down my drink (laughs) that I was sucking out of a straw to make sucking noises. Let's try this.
0: Yeah, you were just making sucking noises, right? Is that annoying? Probably didn't hear anything. Yeah, we heard it. Did you? It's pretty annoying. Oh, cool. Good. (laughs) Glad to help. So,
1: yeah, we did You've this. You've thrown
0: me totally off. I didn't <laughs> expect you to do sucking noises. or
1: No one is- expects <laughs> sucking noises. Uh, we've done this previously with Dark Elves, right?
0: Yeah. And- I mean, we've done this with uh, Dark Elves and something else. Did
1: we do it with Amazons? Or is that what we meant to do?
0: Maybe so. I don't remember. I-, I have some of these little notes and bits that I find on, like, Warhammer Wiki or mm-hmm. Wiki Warhammer or War Wiki Hammer, wherever these things wiki, are Wiki Wiki Wack. <laughs> is it, there it, a Wiki Wiki Whack that is just like a wiki of rap music? There should be. That would be amazing. So these are notes I collected that, you know, I don't know if I have not pulled these out of role playing books for the Warhammer universe. This is just going off the internet, which is probably mostly right. Yeah. Good enough. I mean, at one point in our lives, you know, it was never trust Wikipedia and this and that. But we're kind of growing up in a world now where we just trust Wikipedia. I always trust Wikipedia. And if it's wrong, someone will fix it. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. we're we're starting to just to adapt to believe whatever the internet tells us.
1: I trust the crowd. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is basically information you can get on your own, very cursory googling, but. It shows what type of information you can get whenever you're trying to figure out a team.
0: Sure, and I'm probably going to mispronounce several names wrong. Uh, so if I pronounce them wrong and you know how to pronounce them better, just keep that to yourself. Exactly. it cares. Because it won't come across when you doesn't make you them. special. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk about vampires. Um, so the... I'm not going to read this verbatim, but I'm going to kind of sum it up here. Uh, vampires originated in the ancient kingdom of... Uh, Nehekara, when the queen Neferda, he, it's Nehekara, yeah. Nehekara. That's so what I said at the beginning. Oh, okay. okay. And then Neferada is the queen. She desired some immortality inspired by the work of Nagash, who is like this great necromancer that I guess everything, everything necromance wise is oh, okay. from what I understand came from him. Okay. And supposedly he went away and died. And I don't know in the current Age of Sigmar if he's around or not, but supposedly this guy was coming back and maybe even, maybe he was part of ending that old world of the Warhammer and now Warhammer universe is all in the, the old fantasy world universe (laughs) is Age of Sigmar, I guess now. Sure. Sure. No idea. All right. Anyways. So. Not um, our game. Huh? Not our game. That's what's kind of cool. Is yeah, we don't care. Yeah, we just make shit up. (laughs) Unless we get Age of Sigmar, Blood Bowl seventh edition figures, but I don't think we are. Thunder warriors, go! (laughs) So um, this lady wanted to live forever, so she uh, captured some, or captured a uh, dark elf sorceress and tortured her until uh, they finally revealed the elixir of life, which. you know, made you lust for the blood of people and stuff like that to sustain your life forever. So she became the first vampire. Does that mean dark elves do that? No. She captured a sorceress.
1: Yeah. So
0: she's not a dark So dark
1: elf. elves just knew how
0: to do this? Mm, I don't... Yeah, okay. I'm... Yeah. Good question. Okay. Good question. And we do have the Blood Bowl star player that is a dark elf and a Kimri. So maybe there's some little connection oh, yeah. there. Okay. So, um, I guess originally there was um, eleven original vampires, like her brother and stuff like that, and um, they were all invited to dinner, and they were tr- they were tricked into drinking this elixir, and they became the vampires. Um, they decided to they went to like a blood rage, and they k- killed a bunch of people at this dinner party thing, and then. Felt guilty about it, so for a long time they actually tried they were like Sorry people. They were like good vampires because they were trying to just kill like criminals and stuff like that. Okay. For the longest time. Or homeless people. But not normal, you know, everyday (laughs) tax by citizens. Right. The worthless people. The ones that share a negative existence. Okay. They go disappear, nobody cares. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pompism. That's so bad. It's true, though. There's people out there with a negative existence. Yeah. Anyways, we'll let the vampires get to them. Sure. So uh, eventually then the vampires started, uh, you know, after they cleaned up the city, so to speak, they started taking to, like, gypsies or people wandering into town and stuff to, you know, get this desire for the blood and everything. So eventually, um, after time, because this was, like, I guess over 3,000 years ago in the current setting, according to this little uh, WikiHammer stuff, there's like some different bloodlines of vampires. So if you're out there creating a Blood Bowl team, maybe you could think, oh, well, I'll, I'll try one of these bloodlines instead of just a vampire.
1: So like which family they
0: come from yeah. instead of which city? Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, I'm going to kind of briefly go over these. Uh, we have the Von Karsten's or Karsteins. Car- I don't however you want to pronounce that. Uh, these are the vampires that are traditionally in Sylvania or ruled in Sylvania, which most people when you type in, you know, Warhammer vampires or uh necromantic teams, mm-hmm. we kind of all go, "Oh, Sylvania, that's where all the creepy stuff is." Right. And you know, it's Halloween town, but in the <laughs> in the old world. Uh so th- this is your Von Karsten people they're the vampires that you know are associated with turning into wolves or giant bats um you have uh actually in the fluff there's like some uh, famous vamp von karstein's is like vlad and then um his wife isabella and then there's um there's another one here i think his name's conrad <laughs> uh anyway so these are the ones who went and battled the empire back in the day like I said, had the power over Sylvania. So you could say okay. the remnants of the von Karsteins are still maybe in Sylvania or one of those distant cousins related to so and so rose to power and yeah. just created a Blood Bowl team. So there you go for that. Okay. You have the blood dragons. These are the uh fallen knights. Um they're frequently from the realm of Bretonia is what this says here. So what is Britonia is more like French, if think part so. of the world, yeah. if it, if you compare the, the continental maps. Europe, yeah. yeah. So, I think a lot of people think Bretonians, or at least a lot of Americans think Bretonians means oh, people from Britain, right? Which is not true. It's not that's Albion. Yeah. So they're Brit- more of French knights, right? So these are the fallen like vampire knights. Um They're really good at. They're like the the military vampires. Are good in hand to hand combat. Um, so Nazis? Well, it doesn't because okay. they. Well, okay. Let's. I not, mean, maybe. I mean, let's not get into Nazis. <laughs> yeah, it's maybe a. I'll
1: just go ahead and forget the Nazis today. Okay, let's. Uh, well, there was those Nazis orcs that someone put out. Remember the Nazi orcs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was thinking Nazi vampires because they kind of look the same.
0: Yeah, I. I, I mean, however I, you want to look I at it. There's,
1: there's a movie about Nazi vampires. <sighs> really. Ursa She Wolf, the Nazi werewolf. Mm, Yeah, I remember remember that. that Yeah. Sexploitation um, film from the 70s or something? Yeah, something like that. Always something to cover. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't watch that stuff. So, anyways, these are, again, these are the military ones. These are the the Fallen Knights. Okay. So you could have something to go with that. Um, Then we have the Lamians, or probably just the Lamans. Lamians. I'm. Steve look at this here, Lamians. Okay, sure. Um, this bloodline is this, according to this is mostly female. So therefore, if you had a vampire team that was
2: has you a ton all of female.
0: f- hmm. all females with female thralls, or male you thralls. could have yeah male thralls with the female vampires. That'd be cool. Uh, they're supposed to be descendants of uh, Nafarada, the original vampire queen. And she was from the city of Lamia. So these are Lamians. Um, their emphasis is their hypnotic beauty and seductive nature of vampires. Hypnotic gaze. Exactly. They can influence others to do what they wish, manipulate for their own needs. Um. It says here, this goes into some history where they were defeated by somebody from the Tomb Kings and stuff like that. But So they're the ones who, mainly females, manipulate. Hmm. Hypnotic gaze (laughs) Okay Well, I didn't mean to associate (laughs) manipulating females But I'm just saying If you had the models You could Yeah You know, these are my Lamian
1: Yeah, like the wicked elves from Shadow Forge The ones that I have Yeah
0: Those would be good Or the Well, and then you got a a built-in city right here Lamia Yeah L-A-H-M-I-A So, if you're listening out there Boom, there you go Then we have the necrats believe. Neckrats? That's probably not neck rats. Necrots. Neckrats. Whatever. I don't know. Okay. These are the uh, rarest of all the bloodlines. These are the ones that are like your Nosferatu. They Okay. They appear monstrous. They're uh, they're gray, dry skin. So if you had the big creepy vampires.
1: The newest GW models I saw were like that. They're okay. Really cool looking.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Just released for Ace of Sigmar? it was a while back. It
1: was like two years ago. Okay. Some old GW models that I saw a long time ago. looked
0: really cool. (laughs) Two years ago. Whatever. Okay, uh, these are kind of the ones who are solitary. They don't want to be out in public, obviously. Um, (laughs) So probably not taking the Blood Bowl pitch. But you could write a story around where they're tired of being secluded or solitary and they want wow. to get out there and they want to take back over because it's time it's their time. They feel like the time is now and
1: the time is now.
0: Right. Uh it says here too that their ultimate goal is to turn all life into death. So Okay. So they could do that on the pitch. What do you think of that? Okay. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> uh then there's the uh I guess this is Sturgle or Storgi, yeah. S-T-R-I-G-O-I, Sturgoy, 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 all right, we're going to go Sturgoy, yeah, they probably are not Russian, uh, in appearance they're even more monstrous and hideous than the Necrats, nec- Necrats, Necrats, okay. Uh, they're a lot bigger and more heavily built. Um, they're descendants from the Lord of the Mask, and his name is like Achean. Um Says here that uh, they 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 are the ones who went out to the Badlands, which is probably the equivalent of
1: the South Arabian desert.
0: Yeah, out in, out in the desert out there with the ork and greenskin tribes. Okay. Yeah. Um they even have, there's a city in here called uh, Morcane in the Badlands where you know that's where they built their big evil. The Morcane Marauders. Exactly. Um they eventually um their city was eventually destroyed and then they fled throughout the old world. Um, some of them you know went and re-inhabited the Von Karstein um cathedrals or castles and stuff like that. Okay. Um, some of the blood dragons like to go, you know, hunt them down because they feel like they're like they're since they're vampire bigger, is a bad name. Well that and they're they're like a it's a sport to those oh. those knights if they can go hunt down the big bad scary vampires. So you could do like a you could do a
1: uh I was gonna say corn team. And
0: use him as the blood litter. Oh, yeah. But really could do that any any big guy. And then there's supposedly an unknown vampire line out there. Uh, Ankit was a servant of Neferata, who was transformed during the first line of the vampires. Um, after Lamia was destroyed, uh, he went ahead and he just fled. He yeah. went to uh, the land of Cathay, which is China. Okay. China-ish. And... Uh, he was there for the long time, building up his legions and stuff, until eventually um, uh, people. He fought off uh, like chaos from the chaos wastes up north, and then eventually his time was overtook by um, raiders from the sea and stuff. And then, uh, you know, he he ran away from Cathay, and he might still be out in the world. They don't know. Okay, cool. So that's called the unknown vampire line.
1: So really, you could just do anything you want with vampires and throw it under there. <laughs> well, you,
0: yeah, you <laughs> actually could. It's like I'm going to take the Count from Sesame Street, and um, <laughs> he's related to the unknown vampire. He came from. You today. don't
1: want to know about my history. I
0: came from many, many miles—one mile. <laughs> <laughs> but this gives you many bloodlines if you wanted to add them to your vampire fluff or. Maybe pick your colors or pick your models if you don't have models yet. Like, yeah, I'm sure oh, each one of
1: those has house banners. Because
0: and- because with all with vampires, if you've played them and you haven't done that yet, you're going to. I have
1: not. They're getting painted as we speak.
0: Their build is so interesting. You could go with a lot of vampires. You could go with very few vampires. I mean, you could all the different play styles with them.
1: I guess technically, I have played with vampires. I didn't use any
0: vampires. <laughs> well, even... even that was a horrible decision. Having a coach as the vampire with all his thralls on there, I guess could be used. I mean, there's a yeah. for a team that only has two positionals, there's a lot of options and play mm-hmm. styles with them. So, next I want to cover what I think is... Pro- to me, this is the coolest area to put some vampires if you want to do something different. Um, off the coast of Lustria, on the guess if you're looking at the map it's going to be the east coast think of like where brazil and argentina kind of meet off the coast yeah that way um there's some little islands and stuff and that's called the vampire coast and um this was settled by a vampire named luther horken um which makes me wonder if this is where we got count luther drakenborg I don't know. Luther's the same name, I know, but still,
1: it's not how names work. Usually, yeah. the last name denotes lineage.
0: Well, I know, but we not also have first. Harkin here, so we might right. have the, okay, the dark true. elf. I, I don't know if they pick some I gotcha. of these names. Is all yeah. I'm getting at? Not, not. I'm related. giving you a hard time, but that's yes. fine. So, um, anyways, his his story is is that um, there was an imperial trade ship that was raided by some Norse, and the Norse took all all the all the stuff on the ship, including uh, a coffin. And they didn't know that it had this vampire, <laughs> Luther Harkin, inside of it. So uh, they throw it on their vessel, and then they start traveling again. And then finally, this North ship washes up to shore, and everybody's either dead from starva- what looks to be like starvation or yeah. drowning. Isn't that how Dracula the book was? I'm not sure. Is this similar? Wasn't the guy there named Harkin? I don't know.
1: Continue.
0: Uh, You might be right. Jonathan Harkness or something? Hark. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. So, anyways, but the crew's not dead. Okay. This guy transformed him into, like, basically zombies and stuff. So he could. He started conquering part of Lustria and around these islands. And then, of course, the lizard men, with the help of the slant and stuff, fought back. And then, so they kind of retreated back to these islands. And then, um, supposedly, this is where he kind of still hangs out with, uh, he's um, allied himself with the Sirens. Yeah. And supposedly has some zombie, like, pirate guys that go out throughout the old world, like, ghost ships and attack places and stuff like that. So, I think it's really cool that there's this vampire coast that's on the other side of the world where you could make up some type of city or even take this guy's last name. You know, and come up with some type of vampire, yeah. Blood Bowl team. Jungle that, vampires. Yeah. That seems
1: counterproductive, but yeah. But you know
0: what I'm saying? It's it's just different. Absolutely. It's a, it's a lot different. Yeah, it was so. Jonathan Harker. Harker, okay. So close. Yeah, well. So, anyways, I, I just find this one the most interesting. Yeah. And if I change my vampire team, which my vampire team, fluff wise, is not that great. Which So I'll probably change them eventually to something to do with the Vampire Coast and stuff. That'd be cool. So there you go.
1: So it's kind of like the Ivory Coast, but only because they have ivory skin.
0: (sighs) I guess so. Okay. But it's in the Ivory Coast in Africa? Let's not get into this. Okay. This is South America. Right. Or Lustria. It's Lustrian. It's more Lustrian than South America. It's
1: very (laughs) Lustrian.
0: Very very much so. So, without reading verbatim... There's just some ideas for some vampires in the old world. So
1: vampires came in fourth edition, right? Uh, yes. With the introduction of the Blood Bowl magazine, I think. Yes, yes, yes. Because so a-
0: when they started off, they had a vampire lord yeah. who was like super powerful. And you only got one of him. And if he died, you never got another one.
1: Oh, ever.
0: From the rules I remember reading, once he's dead, you never get another one of him. That's cool. So.
1: Huh. But yeah, not a whole lot of fluff behind the Vampires since it came out after the third edition.
0: No, there was a couple teams. In second edition, they talk about the Kragan Counts, which is a, a, a vampire team and stuff. But there was nothing, there was no, like, stats or anything for vampires. Right. Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: Well, that sounds cool. Yeah. And like I said, I have a vampire team coming up to be played at Oklahoma Bowl, I believe.
0: If I get a chance to play. How many vampires are you going with? Four? Ooh, too many. Right? Or did I do three? I don't know. Think I think I'm asking you. I think I did three. Three's better. I forget. Nah, we'll talk about it the next episode. Probably. <laughs>
1: Yeah, what did I go? I went with the Five Pyre Forlorn.
0: Okay, so maybe you need to take some notes from what I talked to you about today, or I'll hand these papers to you, and you can come up with a better team name.
1: I like that name. The cool. Five Pyres. When they were in Lustria, <laughs> uh-huh. on the Vampire Coast, uh-huh. one of the guys, he had like, bit say, hey, other five people, and then he five of them died, so that's why they have Five Pyres. And what's the mascot name? The Forlorn. Because they're well, they're like, missing the leader. They're mm. forlorn, like, woeful or sorrowful. Mm. Like, just shambling around, trying to find solace to fill the emptiness in their cold, dead hearts. I, I get it. Kind of like what I do.
0: Oh. Huh? So this is so I can't say this is not both that approved, because that would hurt your feelings, since you're forlorn to yourself. Exactly. Okay, well then we'll just say, not too bad, Steve.
1: <laughs> that's all I want in life. Not too bad, Steve. Hey, right, we'll come back with the wrap-up of credible. <laughs> Segment three, credible time.
0: credible time.
1: I got nothing. So we just ran Cruditable. We had eight people. Oh, that's the intro? Yeah, I guess.
0: You already hit the button? Yeah. Oh, okay. Want to do something else? No, we'll just... um... Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We're going to talk about some Critter Bowl. Good enough. What are we talking about? Critter Bowl. Critter Bowl was a tournament for Michael Lewis. It was a baby shower blood bowl tournament. We kind of like to call those man showers because we're men or mans. And uh, we're doing a baby shower for a man. Right. Right. Which is really just an excuse for Michael to get away from his family, so he can play some blood bowl.
1: It's also and just an excuse for us to play some blood bowl.
0: Us too, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, and all the um, all the uh, tournament fees went to Michael because Absolutely. all the prizes were just certificates. Mm-hmm. And um, it's we, just a.
1: Um, we had pizza for lunch. We had a couple of new guys come out. That was awesome.
0: Yeah, we had two guys who have never been to tournaments before. John Spurgeon and Dustin Parsons. And that was pretty awesome. Brian, too, flew in from Utah. Crazy and awesome. And then it was...
1: Technically, he flew in from Florida. Okay. Well, he was out on business, but he lives
0: in Utah. Yeah. But regardless, he flew in. We had only eight people.
1: Yeah. Had a couple of local guys, Scott Hess and John Breeze
0: and you and I. Mm Mm-hmm we had a few more people donate but um credible is always a small tournament that i think once everybody comes they like this is really amazing and so much fun and maybe it's because it's it's just like hanging out with your bu- even it if really you don't is. know people yeah. it's like hanging out with your buddies that day because you're going to you're going to play half the crew there mm-hmm. and you're probably going to sit by the other guys so you're going to have plenty of time just to pal around and stuff yeah. so it was a great tournament for Dustin and John to come to for their first time. Yeah, they had a lot of fun. From what I understand, they were getting out of Warhammer and looking, or War Machine or something, and looking for a new game to kind of play. And they have heard about us through the podcast. And they actually
1: know Matt. Matt.
0: Oh yeah. We well, had to apologize for that. Yeah. So we, uh, Matt was like, aside. "Sorry, dude." But um, no, it's um, if you've never been. If anybody has a Which It's probably ninety nine percent of the people listening. <laughs> you really need to come out. every round, every kickoff, there is a new ball and they're all um they're all fashioned off of like little critters because yeah. we've the gone
1: into detail right you past, can go about to
0: that. past ones or just even a few months ago. And uh, it was it was a great time. Or you can look at the rules on both down under enough weight.
1: That's true. They're still up too.
0: Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Uh you want to go over your matches? Sure, you want to do round one or you want to go through all of yours first?
1: I'll go ahead and do mine real quick. Okay. Um, overall, I didn't have too bad of a day. Uh, it was a lot of fun. That's Remind sure. us what you took. I took wood elves. My team was the uh, the Torgovan Firemares. They're wood elves that worship fire and kind of firemares. So they're based off Kroll, the movie.
0: Okay, so there's and, fire horses there in Kroll? Yeah. They have okay. hoofs that are on fire because they go so fast. So they're like that Pokemon uh, Ponita or whatever? Ponita? Was that it? Yeah. Pon, is it Ponita?
1: Ponita. Yeah.
0: yeah. Is that, so I'm close? They came out first, but yeah. I think Pokemon uh, came out first. It sure It's didn't... been around for 20 years almost. Steve.
1: Okay. Maybe I'm wrong, but not. Um, I also took a wizard, which. Was a blast, literally. Uh, first round went up against Brian 2, and as you can guess, I lost. <laughs> now I, I lost two to nothing, but I only had three people at the end, like in the, in the second half. Mm-hmm. I had three people, and I gave him a hell of a fight, and I still could have almost. I could have scored if I'd gotten one die roll right, so it would have tied one to one. Nice with three
0: people on the field. Elves, kind of rock. Um of course, and with this tournament you could get a this, you could get a wizard like yeah. Steve option to do, but it was only the fireballs. Only spell. fireballs. Um so, two
1: could not fail a die roll to pick up the ball at all.
0: At all. Yeah, he, he was playing Cameron. It was tournament.
1: insane. He even he was laughing. He was rolling sixes all the time. <laughs> he didn't even need sixes, but he was rolling them. Uh, one time his ball carrier had the ball, obviously. That's why he's a ball carrier. And he had a cage around him. And I had some people in the backfield. And I did my fireball. And it was good enough to knock down a corner of the cage. So I was able to blitz in, hit the ball carrier, push him into someone else who hit him, pushed him into someone else and hit him. Mm-hmm. So it was like three hits where I had advantage or one up and just couldn't knock him down. I think I did it the last hit, like third or fourth one, but uh, very frustrating. And it just bounced in his direction. So, lost, but had a lot of fun. Second round was against uh, Dustin, new guy, who played the Amazons. Oh, Hotties. Oh, uh, two had Freaky Town Frighteners, and they were Camry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they shouldn't be picking up the ball, but they were all the time. Um Dustin wanted to hurt people and and he, he took Amazons. He didn't have a whole lot of teams to choose from at the time.
0: So <laughs> did he uh put Bertha Big Fist on that team? No. Or no. just um, Zara maybe? Three block, three
1: tackle, and a dirty <laughs> player. I know. He, Wasn't uh not not nothing against him. Great guy. He, even he knew, not so good of a roster, but it was
0: fun. Uh, actually, the roster looks good, I think. Oh, yeah. It was, just. but not, if you're going to bash, maybe not what you need.
1: Right. And I had seven armor, and mm. he wasn't really hurting me too bad. And he had seven armor, so it was kind of a wash. Mm-hmm. Um, but played him, ended up winning two to one, kind of expected. think it. Wasn't much of a challenge at the end. Like, I think I had position fine, so it's been a while. kind of forget. Third round, played Scott Hess's necromantic team.
0: Oh, the Prague Soul Hunters.
1: Yeah. And he's a good coach. They were an annoying team. We ended up tying, but tying two to two. (laughs) But weren't you winning for the longest time? Well, I kind of, I thought, was I winning?
0: I don't oh, know. I thought you were winning because I thought he said, you have this, you have this. Well, he, he does he like scored. you do.
1: He he likes to complain when things aren't nearly as bad. But the good thing here. I, I think that's a great quality in a person. I, I'm sure you do. The, the best part about this one is I used my fireball. Okay, yeah. And it hit four people. It was his ball carrier and three other people. And it stunned one, knocked out two, and to one. That is and amazing. And he was livid. He should be. So then I just picked up the ball, ran away. That was good. If I could have stalled more, I needed to stall more on these games, but... It's hard because... It's hard to do that with elves. Especially with... elves. Yeah, with two, I could have stalled and kept him from having a shot at the first touchdown that he got, Mm -hmm. but he just was hurting me so bad that if I stalled any longer, I felt I wouldn't have a team. Right. So I was like, I just got to go in and just hope to play defense. But yeah, that was an amazing just boom. (laughs) People die. Uh, So, like I said, that was two to two. Uh, Final round went up against Michael's halflings, the Ware Marshals, which is the We Are Marshals, which is based on the movie We Are Marshall. It's something.
0: Not both that improved. No,
1: I'm sure it wasn't. And I was waiting for that. But this was this halflings. He wasn't able to get off anything much. But he pulled off two one-turn touchdowns, I think. So that's something. But I was still able to win 4-2. to two. And again, the uh, wizard pulled his weight with a stun, two knockouts, and a casualty. Again. It was amazing. Actually, I think it was two stuns, one knockout, one casualty. By the way, my MVP this whole tournament was the wizard.
0: It was a lot of fun. That's good. But yeah. Did you have a model to represent the wizard so you remember? Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. When I got the Wood Elf team, it came with extra Wardancers, like figures that could be sideline figures, and it had a cool-looking wizard guy. So, That's awesome. But that was my experience. It was fun. I What did I end up getting? Best offense?
0: I'll go over those wards in a little okay. bit. Okay. So you only took remember. 11 players because you had your wizard? Yeah. <clears throat> Wood Hindsight... Would you have taken an extra player, less re-roll or something like that? Would you have no. maneuvered? You were fine with 11 players, even with what else?
1: I was fine with 11 because, like I said, even when I was really bad off, I had three people on the pitch, and I was still able to be effective. Not completely, but I was getting the one-up dies. It would have been nice to have more people. Normally you can't take a wizard, so, yeah, I would have taken another guy. Another re-roll would be good. I'm just not used to playing them. The speed is great. That I didn't think I'd like... Because I took the four catchers. I didn't think I'd like that because they have two strength.
0: But screw that. The speed. <laughs> speed makes up for
1: it. It really does. <clears throat> like, I, I've I've played Skaven once. That was in a tournament, and I won that. But it was a really small one and no extra skills, so mm-hmm. I didn't really get a good feel for him.
0: Speed is kind of nice. Well, the speed... With the four agility. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, somebody bases you, you have a great chance of breaking away, and then you're gone. Oh, and the leap on the dances is just leap
1: in, have fun, dodge around. I think
0: maybe, 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 maybe next year at Oklahoma Bowl, we might put that wizard in to the rules. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Oklahoma? that's what makes Critter Bowl kind of unique, because you can take the wizard. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I like it. Well, we uh, determined 100000 for just Fireball only.
0: I think that's what it was for Critterball. Yeah. yeah.
1: I like that. I wish the Wizard would go to that completely. Because I hate paying one fifty for almost a sure thing. I know it's a one out of six, but...
0: Right. No, I get it. All right. So um, I took the Middenheim Marauders. This is my Chaos Human team from when second When you say edition. Chaos Human... When I say chaos human team, if you did not listen to the last couple of podcasts, this is what I did is I took a chaos pack team. Um in the fluff they had a Minotaur. Um like a big fat Minotaur guy. So I had the Minotaur on my team. I had a it was a Chaos Pack team with a Minotaur and then for the old second edition Withergrass Double Drool, the guy with two heads and tentacles, I took an ogre because I wanted to make the tentacles effective. And I took tentacles on the ogre and two heads on the ogre. Which I know is a big waste of at least the two heads skill, but I wanted to make this fluffy. Sure. Um then I took um I took extra arms on a player because Cast Humans had some mutations. And then I had uh one guy that had a block and mighty blow, another guy had block. Um I had it's like twelve uh twelve no, I had eleven players, and I also took the star player, Ugrot bulgrat or whatever his name is. Yeah. I can't remember is it Ugrot? Ugrot, Bolgrot. Ugrot, Bolgrot. Yeah. Um in the fluff also the midheim Marauders had a half orc coach. So I figured since we have a half orc coach that we can have like the connection to the the orc, and since there was an orc star player with the chainsaw that was available to Chaos Pack, it just kind of fit. And I was <laughs> just kind
1: of fit. Yeah, you know, I I wasn't really trying to take a chainsaw guy; it just happened okay. to
0: work out. I know that sounds like BS, but you know, I hate chainsaw guys.
1: I know you hate chainsaw guys as inducements.
0: Okay. I don't know if you hate Chainsaw Guys. Okay. Well, let me say I hate... How many
1: teams have you played in tournaments with Chainsaws?
0: Uh, this would be the first one if you don't count um, Goblins.
1: I thought for sure you played a couple others.
0: I can go back and check. but I don't, I don't
1: care that much. Never mind.
0: No. I take it back. I always hate it with, their, with inducements because I never feel like they're worth it. But yeah. I'm here to say... Like you love the wizard. Yes. Ugrat Bulgrat, as a Chainsaw Star player, <laughs> has maybe changed my opinion. Really? What does he have? He has Secret Weapon, Loner, and Chainsaw. Otherwise, though, he is a Orc Lineman, which you think, not a big deal. What was that, 5-3-3-8? Three, three, yeah. No, 9-Armor. 5-3-3-9. Three, three, the big, the yeah. big deal is 9 armor, folks.
1: Oh, for the chainsaw when he gets knocked down.
0: So this guy throughout the day rolled plenty of ones and then would go, okay, I'll loaner that to try to re-roll it and then he would fail the loaner or Mm. he'd get the loaner but then roll a one again. He would, you know, make the chainsaw backfire on him. He never knocked himself out of the game, though. That's huge. His armor either saved him or you know if he did break an armor he was stunned. Yeah. His own armor. Um so I ne- I always got a full half of value out of him. That's good. Every game I played I had him for the entire half. People would try to Brian people tried to hurt him like Brian 2, knock him down, couldn't break his armor. I uh, would kick back against Brian 2. He'd roll my armor. He'd roll a six or a five. Didn't break my armor. Huh. It was the nine armor helped significantly. Yeah, to the point where I might take this guy again if I had the extra you know money for a chaos pack team or a orc team. So what does Hack and Slash have? Does he have seven. He has I think eight armor. He okay. has like sidestep and eight I armor. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Helmet has, has eight. eight armor and, and stand, stand firm. firm. Okay. Um, this this makes me also think maybe taking Flint Churnblade for dwarves, might be fairly effective. Makes sense. This is the first time I've ever got this much value out of a guy with secret weapon. Period. Yeah, just plain and simple. Like I said, every half I got to use him the entire time. Um, there was a few times he failed me, of course, but yeah, he's a player. So. Round one, I played John Brees. I played the his underworld team, uh, the Mannheim Manglers. I just beat the crap out of them. Plain and simple, I <laughs> won two, nothing. I was just breaking armor left and right. Uh, game uh, two, I played Brian two. I didn't really like my drawing on this. <laughs> this is one of those times where you want to hit the button again and score. <laughs> At least you played him second, not first. <clears throat> That's true. Um, uh, we had a great game. I was proud to give Brian to a great game because the last time I played him, uh I played with my goblins versus his Nurgle and he just dismantled me. Oh yeah. Um I was up one nothing at the end of the first half. I then I don't know if I had him, but I made it pretty tough the second half and then all suddenly the injuries started pouring in and eventually um I was hoping we had, Brian had the the ball that would heat up on you. Yeah. I think that was the ginger badger ball. Oh, jeez. That that This ball you had to roll, and if you rolled mm-hmm. a one, as soon as you said, I'm going to move, you roll. And if you roll a one, you drop it because it heats up and it's too hot. Uh, he, f- he, was, f- he started beating me into submission near the second half, near the end where he could walk in, and I needed him to fail <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the ball. Yeah. <clears throat> It did eat up some of his re-rolls. Anyways, we tied 1-1. Yeah,
1: I forgot about balls. That hosed me
0: on the game that I tied. Oh, I believe it. Um, So we had a great game. Um, I think, like I said, I was proud of how I played, so I'll start with that. Uh, Game game three, I played Michael Lewis. I played his halflings. Uh, I guess Michael must have won a game to get to this point or something, but... Um, There's only eight people, that's so true, true. the system was kind of having problems trying to match people. Get different matchups. Uh, it sounds like Michael probably played the same way with me versus he did against you. Slinging halflings left and right. Yeah, um, I controlled the pitch from the beginning. Uh, you know, I scored on the last play of the first half. Being in the first half, he went for the sling and the the halfling. He couldn't land any time. He got yeah. everything else off except the lands. And I I just kind of blew through him a won two nothing. Um, this put me in a situation where in the last round I got to play at John Spurgeon, who had the Red Raptors, his lizard man team. Which, as everybody knows, lizards are fast and they're strong and tough. And uh, John's a he, he, I believe he said he plays a lot of fumble.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, he's a good player. You know, he's like the other fumble guys. He knows where to put his guys and right. you know it's not he wasn't clueless at all <laughs> first tournament or not he he definitely uh outplayed us um long story short with this game i i had the i had an opportunity to i was controlling the pitch surprisingly i think i had like one of his sources knocked out i had numbers on him but i had the ball like the baby troll ball which made me stupid or something yeah, I, I went stupid. Like <clears throat> one turn, I think it was like turn six of the second of the first half. My Minotaur, my Ogre, my Chainsaw guy, and I think my guy with the baby troll ball. <laughs> Three out of the four rolled a one. Jeez. And if the, if that's reversed, who knows what happens? Sure, but. You know, I lost I lost a blitz because of it. I couldn't move the ball because of it. I lost tackle zones because of there
1: it. There's so many games where you go, you know, I lost it because of this one thing, which never really is just one thing. But if you play to such a point where it feels like it was, it could go either way because of one die roll, then I feel like I've done my job. <laughs> right. Because it's like I was in it. That's all I really want. I don't have to win, but I don't want to be
0: just out of it completely. Right. I mean, I even told John's like, well, I go, I know what I need to do, but I need all these guys to do it for me. Mm-hmm. And they failed. And that's, that's part of it. So no big deal. First half ended zero. Second half. Um, he had the ball. I had some numbers on him. I might've over pursued just a little bit, but I, I played right. I was marking up his sources so they couldn't break away. Yeah. You know, and he was, he would hit me and knock me down. I would get back up the next turn and stuff. And, I forced him into, you know, I think I played well. I forced him in a situation where he had to make some one-die blocks and stuff like that, and it ended up he got them. And then it was like I had one bad turn in that half where I just got some guy, like three guys got their armor broke at the same time, and they got off the pitch, and that allowed him to squirm up the field. And, you know, it's hard to catch up that speed. And we were playing in a blizzard. And I couldn't make my go for it mm-hmm. at all. So, anyways, I lost. I lost one nothing in the finals. It's not bad though. No, and I'm not mad how I played. I mean, it's one of those things where right. I, I played the whole day. I played good, actually. I wish I could play like that all the time.
1: I was very proud of myself for not being bashy. Like, a g- first game of the day against Brian 2, when he's got two strength five tomb guardians or mummies, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. There's no way in hell I was going to hit those guys. Just period. And most of his guys... I mean, I, I love bashing. I like hitting people. I take every opportunity I can to knock the crap out of people when I can. This team's not made for that. I didn't do it all day. I mean... I didn't try to do stupid stuff. I did stupid stuff when I had to. and Sometimes it worked. But other than that, I just backed away. I stayed away. I you know, dodge away from someone and just be in the area, let them reposition because I knew we could jump in and get them or whatever.
0: It was not bad. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt too. I mean, I don't think I... feel over... like I'm progressing. Yeah, like I said, I hope I continued maybe to play like I did at <laughs> I just felt a little bit more focused and stuff. And Yeah. Um, I don't know. <clears throat> My girlfriend said I looked like a spoiled sport <laughs> when I was losing that game. And I was like... I was pretty well-tempered that the, the she whole day. He hasn't seen anything. <laughs> and I was like, I was mad that I was losing, but I wasn't mad. Right. But, um, you know, anytime you get a chance to win a tournament. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of pressure and stuff on there. But um, going into the game, even if John would have tied me, I think he would have won the overall tournament. So. Cause oh, he yeah. had three, I believe so, yes. I think he had three wins. I think stuff. he's the only one with three wins. Right. But um, So that leads us to awards.
1: Bum, 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 bum.
0: So uh, we had uh, a few guys left early, and we had a ton of awards they for eight nothing. people. Well, if you leave early, you get nothing. <laughs> uh, they left before awards were handed out. Uh, so let's just uh, go from – we'll just start from the top. Um, John Spurgeon won yep. first place with his Red Raptors Lizardman team. He got first place. And best defense. Um, we you know, since we had so many awards and so few players, we just doubled yeah. up on the awards. And it's not I a big deal. Not? This is for Michael Lewis anyways. Second place was Brian Two with his Kimry team. Third place was me. I got me and Brian Two were tied, but I think through tiebreakers he got So it. you got the Delzine Cup? So I got the Delzine Cup and I got most brutal. I think I had either 14 or 16 casualties for the day. Wow. I be but I also played underworld team and a, a half team. Yeah. But yeah. hey, got got to beat up who you play, so I mean, I got some casualties even against Brian. I think I got some against Brian too and John as well. Hmm. But anyways, I was pretty happy like won some most casualties Yeah, my marauders. Yeah, the gas human team. Um Steve won best offense. Yay me! Uh, Michael winning four to two helps. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's big. Uh, Stunty uh, went to Michael Lewis, who and, beat out all of no other competitors. Well, I wasn't going to say that, but okay. Just saying. Good for Michael for bringing halflings. Exactly. Uh, the poopy pants award, which is, the, or I guess the poopy diaper award, poopy diaper, which is last place. It went to Dustin Parsons, who I won all, that last time. Who also won fan favorite award for his really awesome painted um Amazon team? yeah, it was really so, nice, really nice,
1: nice color choice, and they popped pink and orange No, pink and like day glow green
0: they were definitely <laughs> they were definitely painted in the style that we love it wasn't yes. the dark style it oh, was no. very it popped it, you could see it right from up a way. our alley. I would, you could say it was close to like a fluorescent green and a fluorescent pink, which kind of, yeah. I mean, from afar, that's what it looked like. And Mm -hmm. as you got closer, you got to see all the skin tones and everything else.
1: I thought of something that I immediately regretted it. I thought that would be cool to look at under a dark light. I thought we should do a dark light one time at the tournament to see how the figures are. A lot of single gamers play. I, I don't want to see anything dark light. Yeah, dude. Let's not.
0: Yeah. You're going see all the little hair and the yeah. little things. That's and, what I meant. Yeah. yeah stuff. But no, Long we had stuff. a great day. We uh, we did donuts in the morning. We did we had pizzas. And then afterwards, we even went out to Logan's Steakhouse. All of us ate dinner together, which was. It's time for Stephen Scott's
1: negative endorsement.
0: Yeah, we're don't not going go to. to Logan's. Logan's Steakhouse. Steakhouse sucks and that's all I'm gonna say about it. But we got right in. So we nah. didn't have to wait. It was better than the 30 minutes we would have waited elsewhere. And we st- we had plenty of fun fellowship. Yes, absolutely. All of us went out. Um don't fall for Logan's
1: trick of making the air smell good. <laughs> they pump out great smells that I guess they get from other places. Because nothing there tastes good.
0: Yeah, because we said this smells good, and we went in there. and I was like, oh, well, I could have went anywhere else and been happier." Yeah, but I but I spent a lot of money. Sure did. But um, that's the important thing, isn't it? Yeah. But it was a it was a great time for Critter Bowl, and just very happy. I was approached by. Is this the guy who Maybe. said, "Do you want to take my girlfriend home?" Oh yeah,
1: he's like, "Hey, Ben." I see you play Blood Bowl. There used to be a guy. You're
0: super awesome. No. You want to take my girl home and lay her down? No, 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 no. Back when Wizards Asylum, where we host all our events, if you've ever come, the little house that's just north of there, the little sorority house now, used to be like a drug house. And it used to have boarded up windows and all these transients would live over there. There used to be a guy who would... Sit on, he'd have a bike and he had his girlfriend there and he'd ask if you could, if you wanted to take her home. Yeah. And what he meant by take her home was not give her a ride home. He was pimping her out. Nice.
1: So how much did it cost? I don't know. Never. Right. Not much. Okay. Um, More than corn dog Kenny.
0: (laughs) Maybe that's who the girl was. More than a corn dog? Corn dog Kenny was the girl. Oh lord. Hey Scott, come over here, maybe I'll blow you. I take my teeth out.
1: Um <laughs> wow. Way out of line. I was approached by Nick Beam to remind people that there's a way to submit tournament reports on the NAF's website. Okay. So, he just wants more people to put in, you know, a little fluff about how the te- how the tournament went and it could break down and I told him I can barely remember what I did. I can't really keep track of what other people did. (laughs) But it is something that would be very cool
0: to do. On the actual NAF website? Mm -hmm. So are you trying to tell me that I need to go in there and do this? Well,
1: I'm saying to remind people that you can do that for your tournaments. And hopefully when the new software comes out, it will be more prominent. Like easier to view and something to keep in track of. But if you get into the habit now of doing things, then...
0: Sure, I get Just that. Just an
1: idea. Anything else you want to say about Critterball? Did we say that his baby is a boy named Elijah?
0: No, we did not say that.
1: It's going to be a baby boy.
0: A beautiful baby boy.
1: Probably pop out five foot ten,
0: maybe? Uh he's going to be weigh at least thirty pounds.
1: I think it's going to be like the Superman from Action Comics number one, where he's picking up the car. Because we talked about, you know, the girl picking up the bed. Yeah, Briella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's a boy, so he's gonna be genetically stronger at the beginning, and he'll pick up the car.
0: Okay, that's I think cool. that'll happen. That's awesome.
1: We can make that happen.
0: Yeah, maybe. All hey. Right. All right, we'll be back with some shoutouts.
1: in a world where orcs and elves battle for a keg of beer where the laws of knuckle change with the wind, a game is played, fouls are committed and death is inevitable many fans will flock to the stadiums to cheer their stars on there are winners and losers and only one team will rise from obscurity to claim the prize the Empire Cup
3: Hi, this is Crazy Eggie and I'm here to tell you about the Long Island Bubble League's Empire Cup. This is a NAF-sponsored Resurrection-style tournament being held on April 23rd, 2016. The Empire Cup will once again be held up at Game Master Games at 954 South Broadway in Hicksville, New York. That's just 30 miles east of New York City. It's a one-day tournament featuring four games for participating teams a 1.1 million gold crown team and sigmar's blessing will add up to 100k more of skills to your team with just a couple of restrictions such as no players having more than two skills and no one skill being made more than four times awards will be given out for first second third and last place plus most touchdowns most casualties best defense sportsmanship painting and yes best stunty team But wait, there's more. Sigmar has a sense of humor. He's adding skinks and warpstone goblins for the stunty competition. And this tournament features Brooklyn Rules, where fouls and secret weapons will generate casualties. The tournament will be $25, and the first 20 people who register will get a special gift. And for those who want to play in style, the Empire Cup has, yes, a new VIP package, which will include a t-shirt for just an additional $11. Also, the Empire Cup will be part of the Beast Tournament Series, so it's a great opportunity to pick up some regional points. So come to Game Master Games on April 23rd and see if your coaching prowess can match the competition on Long Island. It's just 40 minutes from Brooklyn, three and a half hours from Binghamton, three and a half hours from Harrisburg, and those Virginia teams better make this a road trip. It's worth it. For more information, check out Facebook.com slash EmpireCupBB or email EmpireCupBB at gmail.com. I'm Crazy Eggy, and this tournament is insane!
1: Ladies and gentlemen, for your listening pleasure, it is time for... Shout out Okay, now do that again, but say shout at the devil. Dun, dun, shout, <laughs> dun, dun, shout, dun, dun, shout. Shout at the devil! Dun, dun, shout. It's not bad. Okay.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, when I first heard that song, I was at a camping trip, and I was with my grandparents, and they were part of this camper club thing, and these other grandparents brought their grandsons, and I was playing with Michael and her. His grandma gave us some penny racers. Remember those, Michael from your childhood? Not F- childhood. Okay. Remember penny racers? With little two little buggies, cars. You put that a you penny could, in the back. You could put a penny yeah. in the back, and they do a wheelie, and yeah. you could pull them back. She, I guess, had them in the camper, and she's like, "Here, pick one." And his oldest brother, his only old, only brother Pat, who was older than us, I guess he got stuck with us or something because we we went like nature trail hiking or whatever. And he had like a little ghetto blaster thing and they were playing that song and it bothered the crap out of me. Cause I was because like, cause it talked about the devil. Yeah. I thought we were like worshiping the devil. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, this is so freaky, but I don't want to be the wussy fat no. kid to get made fun of
1: two things. Don't teach your kid stupid stuff about the devil. Secondly, stand up for yourself, man. If you think it's evil, you're like, I'm okay with... No,
0: Pat was the type of brother that would pick you up and like hang you on a tree and walk off. Right. Yeah, so I was supposed to tell Pat to stop this?
1: Oh, I don't know. Would you rather go to hell for worshipping the devil?
0: I wouldn't go to hell. I know that
1: now. Well, no, but at the time, you thought, I'm going to go to hell for this, but I don't want to get beat up by the kid. So... Yeah, well... You're not living up to my namesake. Okay. St. Stephen would sit there and let himself be hit with rocks.
0: Okay. Well, I, I was happy I had a penny <laughs> racer. I was hoping Pat would leave us for like chicks and we could play with our penny racer. That makes sense. Penny racers were cool. They were really cool. Remember the commercial? It had like Abe Lincoln up there. And you no. go like, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Look it up, folks. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> um, so for shout outs this month, uh just to reiterate, we wanted to shout out again, Baduke and Sable Sultan from TFF. They commented on our thread under podcasts that if you go to talk fantasy football and you can find the
0: forum for podcasts, you can find our thread. I would like to shout out John Spurgeon, Dustin Parsons, who came all the way, traveled at least four hours away. To come to critter bowl for the first time and i think we have have uh, lifelong fans yeah of the tournament scene and hopefully we'll see more from them in the future dustin and a buddy are coming to oklahoma bowl yeah john can't make it because he has a kid or something spring break with a family so, oh there. spring break with a family like yeah. family family where are your family now <laughs> um
1: uh, Oklahoma Bowl. Also, we happen to get in our Crom figures. So, shout out to R end of studio and everyone who signed up already.
0: All right let's let's clear the air. What air is that? Right now there is a rumor that it's probably not really a rumor, but it, there's some speculation like if we get X amount of people at the tournament. This is going to happen and that's going to happen. And I guess somewhere along the line, you opened your big mouth and said that if we get 50 people, I'll shave my head. And I guess. I believe that might have been mentioned. Right. And while I take a lot of joy in that and I say, yeah, that's awesome. I hope we get 50 people so I can shave your head. I guess I've opened my big mouth and said I would get a tattoo. I believe that was also stated. I don't really remember this, but if I said it, I I don't remember half the things I say. So, I'm saying I'm kind of fearing (laughs) that I might be getting a tattoo. Okay,
1: so for this to work, and the tattoo would not be of anyone's choice. It's the both down logo. Yeah. Probably on his shoulder. And Let's not get crazy.
0: By the way, Jen said... Oh, you're not getting a tattoo. If you do, it's going to be the size of a quarter. So just to verify, this is going to be... Yeah, Tell she, her, uh, my body woman, back off. <laughs> I do what I want. As soon as I told her that, she just died laughing. And she's like, oh my gosh, you're going to get one of the size of a quarter. And you're going to say that that counts as a tattoo. No, it doesn't. And I was like, no, I'm going to get a pretty decent size of the logo sure. like on the shoulder if this happens. Now, we are standing at... Here's, here's what I want to clarify. We have 37 people signed up for Oklahoma Bowl. Right. We have 37 people signed up for Spiky Cup. Not all the same people. No. Some people make it to one tournament. Some people make it to the other, et cetera, et cetera. Traditionally, 10% of our your audience, plus, yeah. you know, sometimes. A couple of people. Let's put it that way. Usually drop out of the tournaments for various reasons. Right. I got in a car wreck. My car's damaged or... Whatever, I lost my job. It has it, happened almost every tournament. I Absolutely. can say that we've had I X up amount of and people I play. I never
1: replied again to an email. Right. That has happened.
0: You know, We have X amount of people that show up, and the tournament attendance is X minus one or two. Mm-hmm. Sometimes three, three or four. five, whatever. So, here's the deal. 50 people, 50 people have to go into the system... Into the score file or the NAF site for the first round for at least one round, and that's not including us. No, that would include us. No. I think it's fair. We nope. count as people.
1: If no. you play an Oklahoma, that's fifty Bowl, people. We're not signing up. It's fifty people signing
0: up. So okay, I think if there's forty nine people and you play, then I think you, you just got to shave your. Have head. to get the tattoo. Hold on, I'm going to help you out here. Since I'm all about things prime, Mm -hmm. I'm willing to get the tattoo if we have forty-seven people for Oklahoma Bowl, and and I'm counting you. What this means is, hold on. What this means is, is we have forty-six people and you Mm -hmm. sitting there ready to play Oklahoma Bowl, and you you're allowed to not play because you're the odd man out. Okay. Because we really had 47 there. Yeah. And I like to do things around prime numbers, even though I think that's kind of goofy, even though I do it anyways. So, therefore, <laughs> I'll do that. But that means 10 more people have to sign up and show up. Yeah, at least. So, you can think of this kind of like a little Kickstarter Indiegogo thing. If you want to see my fat butt cry about a tattoo, because I really don't. I mean, I've always wanted one, but let's face facts, guys. I'm almost 42. If I wanted one, I could have had one.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so it's probably going to hurt. I'm going to say yeah. And my little pale body might not take the ink. And uh, Anyways, kind of scary, actually. But I'm willing to <laughs> turn this into like a Kickstarter thing. 47, that means 46, go into the system. And Steve has to sit out. I'll count that. Okay. I'll get the tattoo, but at fifty, fifty go into the system, and Steve included. Not Steve included. It has to be Steve included because then you can play. Come on, now I've given up. You can get forty-nine plus you. Come on, that's fifty people.
1: Okay, that's fifty people. Fine. Steve will shave his head. That's the rules. At seventy-five people. Right. We will both shave our heads, and put a map uh, on our head tattooed. <laughs> a map. Yes, on our head. Yeah, on our bald head. From yellow beard. No, 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 no. That that. way we can stagger, stagger, crawl, stagger, crawl.
0: I will give you up if we got seventy-five people show up. Wow, what can I do here? (laughs) How about we get tattoos of each other on our bodies? That'd be like very. um, I don't like weird. There's no way it happens. That's all I'm saying, though. Sure, I'll do it. Seventy-five people in the computer.
1: Uh, I'm looking at the money. <laughs> you actually, <laughs> all the money goes to me because I'm paying off stuff. So what do I need? 55. I'm still negative. So 60, yeah, you would actually get paid back. Four. Uh, we'll, we'll talk yeah, about it next. Episode 75. We... Sure. I'll do a tattoo.
0: I'm just being very clear about this because like I said, we have 37 right now. We'd like to set a giant attendance record for Oklahoma Bowl, God, not yeah. just by seven people. We'd right. like to do it by 20 or whatever. We'd love to have 50, but we know we have some people signed up who have decided that they were going to show up the last three or four Oklahoma Bowls, and they show up you know a week later. And, and just if you pay can't
1: come and you just want the swag or the T-shirt or whatever, go on the we website, sign up. We'll have it available and start shipping it after the tournament, obviously.
0: The main thing I want to actually really emphasize is we have 37 people already signed up. It's awesome. We're over a month away.
1: Really, it's like 40
0: people. It's just three. Yeah, it's because three for one day and three for another. Uh, It's going to be a pretty big event with tons of stuff. I know we said this last episode, but if you are on the fence about coming, come on out. Gas is cheap. It is the gas is I, cheap. I, I'm not lying. It's not going to be any cheaper. It could get cheaper, but you might not have a job. So you better come out now. Most people don't live in Oklahoma. They'll be fine. No, <laughs> Oklahoma. Just, we've
1: been doing really good at this whole, you know, economic downturn. Didn't really affect us much.
0: Uh, this might hurt. <laughs> <laughs> right. So come on out. You can afford to drive out, or stay around and. Um, Probably next episode we'll have some more details on what we're going to do Saturday night. Sure, and uh, maybe Sunday morning if you, anybody shows up. Yeah, for time some change. breakfast and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, great things happening. Let's. Uh, more than anything, not we don't want to see me get a tattoo. We really want to see Steve shave his head because he's had that long hair ever since I've known him. And, and longer. Went, <laughs> and he said the other day, "I'm scared if I shave it, it won't come back." <laughs> Oh, probably well, won't.
1: This is hair that has given up on life. It just sits there, and it's, it's like, not gray, eh. so it hasn't
0: given up on life.
1: No, the the beard's getting a little gray, but just like on the edges, it's kind of looking cool.
0: Oh, I thought that was dried. Nope. Oh,
1: I, I don't eat mayonnaise. <laughs> um. So back to shoutouts. Tim Weston, thanks for the email. Uh, Jay Anderson as well. Everyone who signed up. Mark Zuckerman and the Empire Cup believe we played you a commercial for it. That was not us recording it. Just FYI. Um, and I believe
2: that
0: is it. Is that what? Is that it? No, that's not it. Do have more? Rocky Mountain Rampage is coming up. I cannot remember the date. Oh, it is? But uh, my buddy Brian, too, reminded me to actually bring that up and I think it's well Steve's going to look it up while I sit here and stall but Rocky Mountain Rampage is ran by Brian two in Utah and uh, the, they gave away the Bigfoots and all that
1: I was like that's weird I go into Google Rocky Mountain Rampage is like the third Rocky Mountain result I'm like it's really high up there in the SEO, and I look and I'm like Oh, it's a 5K run. That's not right. And it's It's Rocky Mountain Rampage? Yeah.
0: Anyway, so uh, it's it's a three-round tournament. There's other
1: stuff that's named Rocky Mountain Rampage.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: I mean, it makes sense. I mean, why would they do that? The tournament will be held Saturday, April 30th, 2016 at Blackfire Games in Pleasant Grove, Utah. So if you're in the area, get on out. Oh, yeah, we're giving away a Bigfoot at the tournament, actually.
0: Yeah, they're kind of like a small sponsor, too. Well, way to downplay it. Well, they are. I didn't mean it like small, what they're giving us. I mean, like, there's only one person in that business, and that's Brian Oh, that's true. They have a Bigfoot
1: uh, kickoff table.
0: (sighs) I actually asked him, like, How far away is that? And he said, like 18 hours. And I was like, okay, never mind.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a little far to drive. That's hard to
0: do in one day. Look, people, if you
1: want us to come to your tournament, we are happy to try to do so. You will need to check with Scott to see what weekend he has his kids. Because at least three of you all done fucked up. (laughs) Maybe that was on purpose. Maybe they don't want me there. I mean, I'm going to try no matter what, but it's a lot easier when Scott goes.
0: Yeah, because A lot more fun, too. Steve likes to... Oh, wow, that's actually something nice you said about me. Yeah. I thought I'd usually bug you most of the time. You bug me anyways. We live together. It happens. Okay. I mean, it's kind of sad, but, you know, it works. You could just be a free-range chicken if, you know, a free-range chicken if I don't go. It means you can go do whatever you want. And I'm not there to, like, Steve, don't do that.
1: There is, There was talk of a tournament being held, I think, what, in Missouri? Like, two weeks, bef- with well, the week before, three-day brawl. But I don't think that's going to happen now. I think it's being moved up. Anyways, I thought about, I could just take a week off and drive up there, then drive all the way to Iowa and have a good time and stay with Drew for the week. And- hmm. I don't need to do that. That would should, be that I, would be fun. I should keep my job.
0: Yeah, you should. You might not have it by the time this happens, so
1: I don't know why I wouldn't, but it's possible. You never know. I've done well at my job lately. I have saved time. By the end of this week, I will have a full week I can take off. <laughs> that is incredible. I know.
0: It's just insane. I don't know you anymore. I know. Alright, with that. Let's stop wasting their time. Thank you for listening to Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. I'm Scott Prime.
1: I'm Steve Campbell. And these are our sweaty balls. Bye-bye.
2: You can follow Both Down on Twitter, at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y, and
1: Steve at Killawog 2814 If you'd like to email, their email address
2: is BothDownPodcast at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at BothDown.com or on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash BothDown.